The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg, and I'm jacked up! (laughs) I am so pumped! A victory! Punk the hose, beat the hose, we slapped the hose is what we did. We have that and much more here on show 218. Raider Nation, <laughs> Raider Nation, I just got to say, hallelujah, fucking Lulia. Whatever that is, it is a big relief. I got to tell you, man, this game was something, um, you know, everybody had the same feeling. I'm sure the entire nation felt the same. What a victory, though. Sweet victory, beating the Bronca Hose at home. You can't beat that. That is the epitome of a season. I don't care who else we beat. As long as we beat the Bronca Hose at home, that is beautiful. And I'm going to hit on that and a few other things. Let's just go over show 218. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get the post game for the slap a hoe. That's right, they slap a hoe. They became slap a hoe tribe. They slapped the hoes at home. It was a beautiful thing. We'll hit on that. Also, this story too winning could cure the Raider Exodus. That's correct. We'll hit on that as well, and you know what I'm talking about. And we'll hit the pregame for Kansas City Queefs or the condiments. Please pass the mustard. And then we'll hit the bone line, of course, because you guys were on fire with the bone line. I'm still excited, man. I'm telling you, I'm loving it. I'm living it. This week has been just happening. I'm seeing Raider stuff all over. People wearing their gear, walking two feet off the ground. It is a beautiful day. Without further ado, let's hit the post game for the let's slap a hoe, a bronco hoe that is. And now, time for Broncos Cast, a division of the Denver Sportscast Network. Welcome to Broncos Cast. This is episode thirteen. We are part of the Denver Sportscast Network. I'm Reese Williams, and alongside always is uh, Drew Webster. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the upcoming Oakland Raiders game. Raider hater. Raider hater. So, Drew, let's uh, jump right into it. Oakland is coming to town. First game of the year, Monday nighter. Denver beat Oakland 41-14 in Oakland. Now we get to play them in Denver, and they don't have Lane Kiffin anymore. <laughs> Who I actually thought was a very good coach. Yeah, I think actually this was a better Oakland team in week one than they are now. Now they're beat up. They've had coaching changes. Jamarcus Russell, questionable to probable. I think we'll see him. Uh, You know, they're just about as banged up as us. I don't think anybody's quite as banged up as us. You know, we've uh, put 11 people on IR, which is the second most in the NFL. Oh, God, it's amazing. But you know what? I'm on IR right now. I'm still extremely confident about this game. <laughs> After the last two wins, I wouldn't want to come into Invesco and play us. We're hard to beat. We can't be beat on the road against teams that are much better than Oakland right now. All right, let's look at the first matchup. Uh, quarterbacks, we got Jamarcus Russell versus uh, Jay the Man Cutler. Even a healthy Jamarcus Russell, I would more than take Jay Cutler after his two fourth-quarter comebacks in the last two weeks on the road 
We know what kind of numbers he put up against Oakland last time, and that was with D'Angelo Hall and a healthy squad back there who has since been cut from the team. I think he's just going to pick them apart in their secondary. Hopefully we'll get that 41. Uh, I agree with you 100%. Intercepted by Thomas Howard! The Raiders have the ball on the Denver 43-yard line. He was trying to go to Scheffler, and Howard, the weak side linebacker, dropped back into coverage, and Howard takes it away, his first interception of the year. The Raiders are just covering everything. All right, running back. Uh, we got the Justin Fargus slash D. McFad combo against the Peyton Hillis, PJ Pope, Tatum Bell, and whoever else we sign from any other cell phone stores in and around the Denver metro area. I don't care who you put back there. First of all, Fargus is only averaging 3.6 yards per carry. There's Fargus off the right side. Brooks went tackling. It's 330. 25 spins and dropped on the Denver 22-yard line. McFadden more than that, but he only had three touches last week. Third and goal, one-yard line. There's McFadden off the left side, powering into the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders! The problem with the Raiders is they, they want to run the ball, but they kind of in love with this whole Jamarcus Russell thing. They just get behind early and can't run the ball anymore because they're behind and then have to throw it. And now the Raiders go up by two touchdowns. Now we get to play them in Denver. Extremely confident about this game. A pretty good punt, and this will drive Johnny Lee back inside the 20. Room to go to the sideline, 25. He stepped out, I think, did he? No. no. He's oh. in bounds. He's gone. Another punt return for a touchdown for Johnny Lee Higgins. Touchdown, Raiders. How about the wide receiving court? Every former Bronco and Curry. Well, actually, Javon Walker's out for the year. Oh, uh, yeah. Walker's down, but we still got Ashley No Hands Lalee <laughs> and uh, Curry versus, we all know, the Denver squad. Raiders have double sides. Tony Stewart left. They motion Zach Miller right and I behind Russell. They fake the stretch to Fargus left. Russell looking deep ball for the Lee into double coverage and it is a jump ball. The Lee's got it inside the Denver 20. He took it away from Dre Bly. The former Bronco Ashley Lalee is back to Denver to Burnham for a 51-yard catch in double coverage. But we still got Ashley no hands Lalee. <laughs> Russell back, time, looking for the lead, throws, got it! First down Raiders, out across the 30. But you know what? Extremely confident about this game. Touchdown, Raiders! But we still got Ashley no hands Lalee. <laughs> right, left, Barry comes tight, right, play action, rolling Lawton, looking back left, Russell throws, in zone, caught for a touchdown by Ashley Lalee! What a game he has had! And now the Raiders go up by two touchdowns. After we saw the wide receiving core pick, pick the secondary apart with the help of Jay Cutler last time, they well, had no That was answer. without Brandon Marshall, if you remember. That was all Eddie that Royal. That was Eddie Royal. Well, also Scheffler and Stoke played a big role in that game. But, yeah, now you've got our leading reception guy, Brandon Marshall, who's just running over people. I think I think this one's no contest. I think it's the Denver wide receivers, hands down. They have just been absolutely phenomenal. Intercepted by Thomas Howard! I think when you've got a full complement of healthy receivers between Royal, Stokes, Marshall, and then toss in a good re receiving tight end in either Scheffler, Jackson, or Graham. 
I think we've got one of the best receiving cores. Well, you just the brought league. up the next subject, tight end battle. Exactly. You've got three incredibly talented, <laughs> huge role-playing tight end guys that go out there and have not only produced huge catches and key moments or big touchdown. Daniel Graham's got four touchdowns in the last five games, along with the game winner from yesterday. They're going up against uh, Zach Miller. Yeah. Had to look that one up. Yeah. <laughs> McFadden plays fullback. They pitch to Butch. He's going to throw. And he caught by Zach Miller. First down Raiders on the Denver 48-yard line. They're going up against uh, Zach Miller. Yeah. Had to look that one up. They fake the toss left. They roll him right. Russell throwing middle. Open. Zach Miller got him. 10-5. He's dropped on the Denver 3-yard line. He almost got in. So, uh, where's the edge going? <laughs> I'm going to give it to the Broncos. They give it to Hilton. Fumbles the ball. The Raiders pick it up. The Raiders have it. Jabril Wilson has it on the five-yard line. I wouldn't want to come into Invesco and play us. We're hard to beat. Curry is right tight. Here's Jamarcus. He flipped him at Fadden. He's got the edge. He's in. Touchdown on offense. Raiders. Extremely confident in this game. <laughs> This is a tough loss for Denver. The Raiders, 31. The Denver Broncos, 10. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Who the hell was this team that showed up on Sunday? It sure doesn't look like any team that I've seen for the entire season. That's right. People are saying we could have, should have, would have won some games in the last quarter, the last seconds of the game, blah, blah, blah. But the Raiders, in my eyes, have never played so well in this entire season. I'm sure a lot of games last year were just as bad as they were this year. This is a terrific game, an all-around game of excellence for every facet of the team. Incredible. 31-10 beating of our worst nemesis in my eyes. I hate the Broncos with a passion and that rat face Shanahan or Shannon Manson, whatever you like to call him was just disheveled. <laughs> I love this post game conference. I've watched it several times already. It's precious. It lasts about 30 seconds. Yes. Any questions? They played better than us. Yes. And Ashley Lee, was he good when he was here? He was terrific when he was here, and you see why. Uh, didn't surprise me at all. You know, he's got excellent hands, and for some reason it didn't work out at other places when he left here. But when he was here, he was pretty productive. And that's all he had to say. Any more questions? End of press conference. And he scurried out of the building like a rat, like the rat that he is. Let me go over some things that I think are, are glaringly obvious. Everyone's pointing out, the obvious about McFadden and Russell and the players and Higgins. But I will tell you, Raider Nation, this game started and ended with the offensive line and a defensive line. No fanfare there, very little, but unless we lose, then there's a lot of blame on the line. This game, the game ball has to go to the offensive line. A, for making penetration, getting off the ball, pushing the Denver Broncos back, and making room for Fargus to get those runs cutting the edge so Durham McFadden could go across the edge and make some big gains. The offensive line deserves a credit for this win, along with the defensive line. Now, I'll tell you, Burgess didn't get the sacks, the sack master. 
always gets, but the constant pressure of Derek Burgess coming around the end, Cap Cutler, <laughs> we lost the game, Cutler on his ass, or running for his freaking life and throwing interceptions, of course. The pressure up the middle with Sands was tremendous. The defensive line did a fabulous job. And I'll say this, man, it starts and ends with our lines, people. And those are the guys that deserve the credit. They're the ones that came to play this game. And I'm going to tell you, the other guys played well, too. It was a team effort. But it starts in the trenches, and our trenches were absolutely freaking brutal. Even with the Zebras, who continued to piss me off in the first quarter with the pass interference and roughing the passer. What the hell is that shit? How could you rough the passer when you're going 60 miles an hour in midair and you're supposed to stop? I wish the NFL would invent some type of parachute or flotation device or some type of airbag that would keep that from happening. Because I'll tell you right now, the refs were just fucked up. Excuse my language, but the refs just worked the Raiders over insanely trying to give the game to Oakland, I mean, to Denver every single time, trying to steal the victory from us, and the defense hung tight. The offense kept the pressure on. The Zebras were powerless to do anything, even though they tried to steal a victory from us. I freaking love it. The fact that they kept throwing to Chris Johnson was beautiful because Chris Johnson for the last two weeks has been the hero making Hall look like the punk's ass biatch that he was because Chris Johnson is the man, and he's the man on that side. We now have two DBs that are brutal. Let Kansas City throw after him, too, because they're going to try, and Johnson, I see, is going to make at least two interceptions. I'm going to tell you, he played an awesome game, and Namdi, they tried throwing him, too. They almost lost the ball. They tried throwing everywhere, and it was going, no place. Beautiful. Ashley Lalee. Now, I knew he was going to have a good game because he's playing against his old team that dropped him like a hot potato. And guess what? He came in huge. His catches were fabulous. They were tremendous. Double coverage, pulling in the ball. Excellent freaking job. Great job, man. Ashley Lalee is the man. Let us not forget Curry. Curry became the quarterback once, and so did D-Mac. Great, excellent play calling. I will say, kept them on their ass the whole freaking game. Johnny Lee Higgins, game ball goes to you, dude. Two runbacks, two consecutive games, touchdown necessary to help win this game, but it was not the only touchdown that the Raiders had this day. No, 31 to 10, we kicked some asolito, partner. Johnny Lee, game ball. Jano, Leckler. Excellent gameplay, as always, consistent, even in this game. Jano even had a 15-yard penalty put on him and still cranked out an 85-yard kickoff to put them on the end zone line to run the ball back. Excellent job. Jankowski had one field goal. Excellent. As far as D-Mac and Russell goes, Curry, great job is done by all. Um, Excellent job. Thomas Howard and Warren. Excellent job. Warren was in the face of everybody. Howard almost well, got two interceptions, man. Howard is the man. 
And let's not forget the unsung heroes, Morrison. I mean, everybody on this organization came to play, including Basic Cable. I'm going to have to tell you that Basic Cable was enhanced cable. you got to give credit where credit is due, and the play calling was imaginative. It kept the Denver Broncos on one leg. It was very well done, very well coached. And I'll tell you right now, and, and other than the four tries with with uh, Fargus up the middle, like we've been trying all freaking season that hasn't worked. I don't know why we have to run that stupid off tackle to try to get in the end zones. One of our weakest fucking plays. And we continue to do it. Tried it four times and let finally we're doing some on the edge runs. Finally, we've got some screen passes in the mix. Finally, we have some imagination and letting the ball go. Jay Russ, 11 passes, 10 completions. Not super, not stellar, certainly not the type of football that's going to get you to the playoffs, but consistent, good passing rating, great passes placed in great places. That Ashley Lee touchdown should have been an interception, but the ball was invisible. It was going so fast. Excellent job, Jay Russ. He really showed me that he can do it, and maybe we got to give this guy a little bit more time and a little bit more uh, opportunity to throw the ball, uh, maybe more, as, as much as maybe 20 shots, 25 passes. If he can complete three-quarters of those, we're going to have a playoff team for freaking sure. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but it was a fabulous game. I started the game off with two beers and two joints in the morning and two joints in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And a fabulous outcome. Absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable victory. Um, Raider fans, everyone was skeptical. And especially when the penalties started ringing in, I was so furious. You could hear me down the freaking block. Crazy. Great victory. I wish it was at home, but that's fine as long as it was in their house. And, you know, there's a couple articles that came out in the newspaper, one by Jerry McDonald saying the Bronco Ho fans didn't boo their own team, two of them. And that's some bullshit because if you watch the game and listen to the fans, you bet your ass they booed Cutler. You bet your ass when Cutler kept out of the sideline but threw his helmet to the ground. <laughs> I love it. Screw you, Cutler. You're a bitch. Anyway, long story short, man, Graders had a great game. Best game I've seen him play in two years. It was consistent. It was at rhythm. And people, I'm telling you, man, by the third quarter, you could feel the Raiders were not going to be denied. They were not going to lose in the last seconds of the game. They kept on coming. They kept putting points on the board. They kept putting plays together. And that's how you play professional football, people. This is the first professional football team effort I have seen out of this team this season and most of last season. Great game. Great game. Thank you, Raiders. Thank you, Coach Cable. Thank you, everyone, including the Mr. Weekend and Bernie's Al Davis for giving us a victory Letting our players play and letting our coaches coach, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But they sure as hell didn't look like the team they played last week, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Incredible. Incredible. Way to go, Oakland Raiders.
victory solves a lot of problems. Winning can bring things and changes that you really can't see, and it's not really concrete, things you don't see in the news. Winning keeps players in the house. Winning keeps players from thinking about leaving. Winning keeps everything in the right perspective. Media gives you better spots on TV. There's a lot of things that winning does besides make the fans happy and the players happy. There's a lot of things that winning can do. We need to win here in Oakland in order to keep some of our key players. Curry got to stay. Namdi's got to stay. Morrison, Howard, they got to stay. All these guys are coming up with contracts. We have a lot of one-year contracts with young players. We're going to have to solidify this. We have to win more games. We have to pull out a five-game, six-game winning season. It'd be great to get six. It'd be better to get eight. And if we play like we did last game against the Bronco Hoes, we could pull out an eight-game winner. We could do it because we have home games and our away games aren't that brutal. I'm going to tell you right now, Raider Nation, we can do a lot. We need to win these games to pull our ranking down on the draft so we can afford to take players and get some players that are, we have a lot more room and a lot more options when you're further down the draft tree. It's a fact. You get better players. You get players with a lot better attitude than the prima donnas you get at the top. Trust me. We need to do that because we don't have the money to pay everybody and we got to be paying some people. Winning is the key to saving the skilled players that we have here in Oakland, and we have to continue to do that to keep these guys in our house. And if we can continue to win, I know it's a long shot. It's one victory. But maybe I just wish and hope and pray this is turning the corner because we need to keep things rolling. Two-game winning streak against the Kansas City Queeves would be beautiful. <laughs> and so without further ado, let us move on to that story. The pregame for the condiments. The Kansas City Queefs, the men in orange, whatever you want to call them. What did, they, what did the Raider Tatum call them? The Toothless Wonders. That's right. Kansas City is 1 in 10, people. You think we're depressed? They are super depressed, only putting 70000 in their stadium that holds like $10 million. They got a huge stadium, and they're not selling crap. I love it. Herm, we play to win the game. Edwards is definitely on the hot seat. He looks like Nervous Nelly whenever he does press conferences in his last one with a 54-31 loss to the Bills was no doubt the same way. Now, the last time Kansas City came to Oakland, they beat us 12-10 at home. That's right, with all those Kansas City Chiefs in the parking lot with black shirts on over the top of their Kansas City colors. What a bunch of biatches. Anyways, got no sack, got no balls. That's a Kansas City fan for you right there at the Coliseum. Trust me, 
If you look at one of our videos, I called one of them out. I'm going to do it again this season if I find somebody. They are the biggest pervasive fans in black that I've ever seen with the little red underneath. It's like little red underwear showing. Beautiful. Let's not think that we're going to beat the Chiefs easily because the Chiefs aren't shit. Believe me, they put up 462 yards against the Bills. That's not very easy to do. Uh, they did lose, but they did put up some doggone yardage. If they can fix their turnovers, which were five, then they could be a definite dominant force, and they could come into Oakland and put a hurting on us. We cannot take these guys loosely. We cannot take them loosely. If they win, this will be the sixth time they beat us at home straight. They come here and beat us at home. We go there and beat them in their house. What's up with that bullshit? We need to beat their ass, and I mean convincingly, here at home so they ain't talk about the five-game, six-game winning streak in Oakland. I'm sick of fucking hearing it, and we got to take care of that. They do have a podcast called Brick Hits, Kansas City. It's their last podcast. They did 11 podcasts. Last one was on the 26th. They're not talking about this Bills game yet. Their number one runner, Johnson. Yes, remember Larry? Yes, he's on psych leave for slapping 11 crap out of his girlfriend or his wife and going off in the media and being, well, being that guy. So he's not going to be too much to worry about. Tyler Thigpen is a rookie still, and we would have put some pressure on that kid and beat him up like we did the first game of the season. We beat them at their house in their opening game, just like Denver hurt us. We let them have it. We shellacked them. So you can bet that they're going to come into Oakland with a vengeance. That's what they do, and that's what they're planning on in this game. If we can't come up with a strong defense like we have, if we continue to put pressure with Burgess around the corner and, and Edwards around the corner, I tell you, <laughs> we could make this game great. Our secondary is solid. we got to keep the running game from happening. And the passing game, I think, will take care of itself with our DBs and our safeties. Raider Nation, be there in this game. I want to tell you, man, last game we went to at home, it was brutal. It was brutal because there weren't a lot of fans there. Now, not that I blame you because you heard me spout off about not going to the games and stuff like that. But no, I'm not not going to the games. I got my tickets, buddy. I got my tickets and they're still here. And I'm going to the games. Those of you who don't go to the games, think about what you're doing, man. You're not representing. I know it's tough to go see a loss. I know it's hard to drag my ass out there, especially my wife's ass out there, because she hates seeing Oakland lose. It's emotional for her. It's emotional for me. Shit, it's emotional for my whole family. But listen, man, put your ass in a seat. I'm sure there's tickets available. Get out there and scream for your team because that's what we got to do, man. This is the time they need us. They need us the most now because they're on a roll. We got to bring them out of the tunnel. I mean, pumped. We've done it before. I know what you're going to say. But they feel it now. They feel this victory, and we have to keep that feeling. We've got to give these guys the feeling that the home crowd is here. We're going to pump them up. they got to play like they did in Denver, and they're going to kick some ass, and we have to be there. So put your ass in a freaking seat. Be there, man. You can get a seat for 30 bucks. I mean, come on. Get your ass in the seat. Come see your team. 
Come see the Raiders on Sunday. Kick the shit out of the Kansas City Chiefs because I'm going to tell you, that's my prediction. I think we're on a roll, folks. I think the team sees that we can win. I think there's a new attitude. Players are going to start putting it out there. We need to do it, and I think we can do it, and that's all there is to it, and that's all I have to say about that. All right, Raider Nation, let's hit the bone line. Let me just say this, Raider Nation. It is great to hear you guys coming in big time for the wins. It's great to hear you guys coming in big time for the losses. I love to hear you fans, your new fans. We don't get your, your bone line message on there. It's not because we don't like it or it's not good enough or whatever. It's because we just pick 10. You know, just we just pick them. And that's just the way it is. So it has nothing to do with who you are, where you're calling from, or nothing. So if we get you on, that's great. If we don't get you on, just keep calling. Don't worry. We're going to get you on. Get your message in there, man. Keep calling because you got a better chance of getting on if you call. So let's hit the bone line. So we're going to get to it right now because the Raider Nation's on fire. Well, well, we have Raider Wild on the line. What you got to say, partner? What up, Boneline? This is Raider Wild. I appreciate listening to the true voice of the Raiders. Randy and Raider Greg pumping that weekly truth through your speakers, leaving that bullshit propaganda and front office cool head at the back door hearing how it is and not having that depressing BSPN Armageddon spin on every Raiders story. As a fan of only a couple of years, I'm hoping that this shit gets turned around pronto. I really hate it when I hear old people say, back in my days, the Raiders were this or the Raiders were that. It's 2008 going on 2009, and I want my Raiders to be that team now. It's good this franchise got Jamarcus and McFadden because they're the pillars of strength to build on. But the foundation must be laid through our lines. And for too long, our Davis has neglected our OL and our DL. Kwame Harris certainly don't pay the bills. Joe provides about the same amount of protection as a condomless brothel operated by Lindsay Lohan. We need a 350-pound Pro Bowl grader at left tackle. At this point of the season, I'm all for Mario Henderson getting the reps and seeing what the kids got. As for Tommy Kelly, dude's getting to the quarterback, and I tend to agree with Warren Sapp when he says that this guy will be good. Still, Uncle Al, you better not ignore that O-line and D-line too. We need more studs for after McCormick this off-season. Anyway, bone line, this is Raider Wild signing out. I'll see all you knuckleheads at the tailgates for the Patriots and Texans games. I'm looking forward to showing you how I saw these party. Peace. Economless. <laughs> John at Lindsay Lohan's? Brothel? That's priceless, dude. And your own line, D-line comment, well taken. We know that, man, because this ha- this call happened before the Bronco Ho game, so I know you got some good things to say, but you got some right things to say, too. And i love to see it. I can't wait to see you at the Patriot Rat game. Uh, we're all going to be partying there at Kingsford Kirk's, and it's great. Thanks for calling in, man. You got a great take, man. That's funny shit, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Don't treat the Kool-Aid, too. I love that one. Great job, man. They keep them coming. Raider Quincy in Chi-Town, the Windy City. 
What you got to say, partner? What up, Raider Greg? Raider Quincy out here in Chi-Town. Chapter of the Raider Nation. Six minutes and ticking on this game here. I don't know what the fuck is up with these guys. It's fucking bipolar, man. One minute they're up, the next minute they're fucking garbage. I don't know. Either way, it feels good to kick the fuck out of these donkeys. Fuck them. I've been absent for a few weeks, man. Not a lot to talk about with the play, like you say, up and down. I don't know. This season's in the toilet, but, man, there is a lot of promise. Fucking Russell looks sick today. McFadden looked good. Looking good all around. Cable's pumped. Let's keep this shit going, nation. Raider fucking nation. Yeah, I know. It's like having a dyslexic family. You never know who's going to show up, but, man, they showed up big time. You got to admit that, man. And Russell did look sick. Played a good game. So let's just hope this continues, man. I know it's weird, but you know what? <laughs> We're in it for the long haul. What are you going to say? We just hope we beat the queefs. That's what you got to say. So who's on the line next? We got a local. Not really. Raider Dave in Washington. What you got to say, partner? Hey, this is Raider Dave in Washington. I'm sitting here watching the end of this game, and it's beautiful. This is such a satisfying win. I hate them donks so bad. I'd love to see them get beat, and especially by us. Uh, Chris Johnson, one hell of a game, brother. I'm becoming a big fan of yours, man. Um, defense, what can I say? You guys came out to play again. Offense, you guys showed me something today, and I'm expecting more and more of that. we got to get Derek McFadden the ball more and more. That guy is exciting. Gosh. Broncos. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's all I've got. Bye. That's right, Raider Dave. we got to get uh, Darren McFadden the ball more. Uh, we did see some offense for the first time. The defense have been playing, man. They've been playing all year. They've been, you know, lack of here, lack of there, but they've been strong. So, uh, But the offense has been anemically weak-ass bitches all season until this game. They came in strong. Let's keep it going, man. You know. Okay, who's next? Raul Oliveros on the line. What's up, Raider Nation podcast? Raul Oliveros here. And I normally don't do this, but I'm calling before the game's over. Why am I calling right now? Because it's 31 to 10. And the Raiders got the ball. And there's two motherfucking minutes to go. And we're about to beat down these motherfuckers in their home turf. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking happy. Good job, Tom Cable. You actually did a pretty good, pretty good coaching job today. Good job to the defense. Chris Johnson, what a beast. So glad they got fucking got rid of the Marshmallow Hall. This guy's actually playing for us. Ashley Lee, nice catches. And Jay Russ, keep it up, buddy. Might start to like you sometime. But good job to the whole team. I do believe the game ball goes to Jamarcus Russell. I go in 10 for 11, 152 yards, one touchdown. And we got, a, got out of that fucking funk. But we weren't scoring shit. So good victory, guys. Congratulations to all. Time to celebrate, guys. Enjoy this one. Look forward to next week when the motherfucking Chiefs come to town. When they just got a 50 put on their ass. 54 points. Damn. We got something to look forward to. So hang in there, Raider Nation. Simplify. It was fun this week, guys. 
Raul Oliveros. And I'm out. That's right, man. Chris Johnson makes DeMarshmello Hall looks like the biatch that he was. Johnson is a stud. And, yes, the DA ball should go to Jamani because he did a great job throwing that ball and getting it to the right place and the right person. Great job, Raiders. I know we finally got a victory. Hopefully we did turn a corner. And, yeah, we got the Queefs at home. We got to beat their ass next, man. Good to hear from you, our old man. It's good you calling in just before we really win. You know, you never know. That two minutes is brutal. Has been this last couple of years. So thanks for the call, partner. Who's next? We got my good partner, Juan Jorge. What you got to say, brother? How about that, guys? Hmm? How about that? Beating the Broncos in their own home. How about that? When was the last time we said great play calling? When was the last time? This is fucking beautiful. This feels so good. Enjoy, guys. We don't know when this will, this feeling come, will come back again. Enjoy it as long as you can. Because, man, this feels great. Beating the Broncos, watching Jay Cutler pissed at the refs, watching Mike Shanahan pop a vein. This was priceless. This was awesome. We got the Chiefs at home next Sunday. My friend Diana's birthday, she'll be coming along. Can't wait. Can't wait to go to the Tailgaters Barbecue with Kingsford Kirk. See all the Tailgate regulars, all the podcast regulars. Greg, Randy, can't wait to see you guys again. Rob Moorhead. Man, this feels so good. <laughs> we can beat the Chiefs next week, too. We can beat them. They suck. Especially at home. Man. <laughs> all right, guys. Enjoy the win. See you guys later. See you guys Sunday. All right, peace. Wait, I'm not done. We beat the Bronx. Hoes. <laughs> we beat them. We beat their ass. We fucking spanked them. We beat them, dude. We beat them. Oh, my God. This was great. We are nearing the ball down as we speak. As I speak. When was the last time we kneeled the ball down? This is beautiful. Johnny Lee's part returns consecutive games. This is fucking beautiful. Offensive touchdowns, two touchdowns for Darren McFadden. Huggy Bear breaking the century mark. This was great, guys. <laughs> Woo! Well, Juan, you're right. I can hear it in your voice, man. I know you're a very emotional fan. And I know when it's good, I know when it's bad. And this is real good. It's good for everybody. And I'm looking forward to seeing you too and all the Raider regulars there at the Kansas City Chiefs game. But I'm going to tell you, they are not a walkover by any means. They beat us five times in a row at our own house. Let's not forget that because we tend to forget that when you see a team that's 1-10. They can want to put that two right here in Oakland. They are, they are driven to beat us. So we got to put some hurt on them quick, and we better not take them lightly. Thanks, Juan, for the ring down. So let's see who we got on the line next. Colorado Chris. That's right. Our man in hostile territory that represents the nation in the biggest way possible, man. He is the number one fan in Denver. What you got to say, my brother? After this win, I just have to say, fuck you, Denver Broncos. You guys know who this is. Peace. Short and sweet. 
You know how it is. You know who he is. And you know where to get him. Bring it on is what he's saying, man. That's what he's saying to you, Bronca hoes. Bring it on. Nice call, partner. Who we got next? The Raider Nightmare. What you got to say, brother? This is the Raider Nightmare calling in. Fuck the Denver Broncos. We put it down and rolled that donkey to death. It feels so good to win. I'm stoked up about this win. Next up, KC at home. Let's take care of business. This is going to be a good fucking week. This is the Raider Nightmare, and I'm out. (laughs) There's another positive fan. We're hearing it right now. People are coming out of the woodwork because... The Raiders deserve it, man. They finally earned some respect from the fans, just the fans speaking out about what's happening in Oak Town. Thank God. It's about damn time. So who's next, man? It sounds familiar. Raider Rico in the house. <laughs> Ooh, nation. This one feels good. Ooh, I wasn't expecting to feel this good on a beautiful Sunday evening for the rest of the year. But I am, and I'm sure you all are, and ooh, this one feels good. Not by the efforts of Kwame the Twitcher Harris, or not by the efforts of the pathetic personal foul penalties, could stop of the Raiders from revenge at Invesco a mile high up, which I find kind of fitting, slapping the hose a mile high in their own house. Oh, nothing comes close to that glory. Preferably would have been better at our house, but heck, I'll take it anywhere, especially on the road against the hose. Uh, Just enjoy this win and smear it in the hose fans' faces. I'm going to enjoy this week. Feel good, nation. I'm feeling another one coming up. We got the queefs at home. Let's beat him down. Go Raiders. This is Raider Eco. I didn't say that. Bye. That's right, man. You can see it, man. This is the nation talking here. You can feel these guys' voice. You can hear it in their voice, man. We are pumped. We kicked the shit out of the Bronco hose in Hotown. That's right. Right on the street. In their street. In their hood. Walking up and down the street like the hose that they are. He slapped him down, just like he said. It's a beautiful thing. Thanks for calling in, Raider Rico. Another avid listener. Okay, who's next? We got Raider Tatum. That's right. He's down in there, man. He's back there. <laughs> I love this call, man. This is fucking funny. What you got to say, man? <laughs> Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I actually got a decent night of sleep, finally. Our fucking boys win. We buried those cocksuckers on their turf. The Bronx hoes are no longer filthy bastards. My propaganda during the week worked. I made a split image of uh, Charles Manson and Mike Shanahan, and I pumped that out via email to all of my Bronco fans, including my lady friend that I had relations with at one time. So there you go, you ho! Anyhow, enough of that. 31 to 10, it's in the fucking books. We got it. Let's just try and fucking end with a smile. God bless all of you. Long live the Sabbath. Bye. Okay, Raider Tatum, man. You put the Shanna Manson on them all. You slapped the Santa Man- <laughs> Shanna Manson picture on your own girlfriend? 
Yeah, you gonna try to slap another hoe? I love it, man. I love it. Great call. Keep him coming, brother. That is fucking funny. Okay, who's next? We have Virginia Raider, old partner. What you got to say, brother? Uh, it's Virginia Raider. Well, we finally scored a touchdown. I actually thought there might be a day that we would do that. I didn't know if we would ever do it again or not. It's fucking ridiculous. But let's keep this good. Uh, we won. Beat the Brock Hayes. That's always a good thing, especially the way we beat them. That, that game yesterday is a prime example of what I don't understand about this football team. We can be so bad during week one. I mean, it's understandable to be bad the first couple of weeks, uh, getting out of the gate. But we got killed the first few weeks. We hadn't been good since, really, obviously. For Jamarcus to go out and go 10 for 11, put up 31 points, at least the team did collectively, and throw for over 150 yards, I mean, you should have a hell of a team if your quarterback's only throwing 11 times. But uh, obviously that's not the case here. But at least we won. Maybe we won't pick so high in the draft. That's just a, that's the thing we really need is another high-paid high rookie that hadn't proved himself. When we need to sign guys like Austin Moore, Morrison, Jano, people like that. But anyway, I uh, just want to drop a bone, congratulate the team, and uh, it's a nice win. I'm not going to predict any more wins this year because three, I thought we could win in the past couple of weeks, but we got blown out or lost close. So, not predicting any more games. I'm giving that up for the year, and uh, I hope we can still us a couple more. But uh, I'm out. Peace. I know, man. It's like uh, Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know who's going to show up. We have done. We've had played very well. We've had. We played, you know, decently on defense, special teams, but the offense has never really gotten it going. Jamarcus finally showed up, did his deal. The running game showed up. The offensive line, I mean, just looked better all the way around. I'm not predicting shit. I this season's over. I'm looking for some positive things to round the season out so that we can have some positiveness going into the off season. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. So let's keep the structure of this team and let's keep this team winning. That's all I care about. Great calling, man. Thank you, Virginia Raider. Who we got on the line? We have a very poignant and direct call from the Arkansan Raider. Hit it, my brother. This is Arkansan Raider. All I got to say is it's about freaking time. Yeah! No one says it better than the Arkansan Raider. <laughs> Great job, brother. <laughs> Who is next? We got New Jersey Raider Kev coming in strong. Hit it, my brother. What's up, Raider Nation, Raider World? This is New Jersey Raider Kev calling from South Jersey. Just wanted to say how excellent that game was. And to share the uh, feelings with everybody in the uh, chat room, that was fantastic. We got a great bunch of guys in there. It was awesome. I was going to call my son-in-law, who's a Broncos fan, but decided, well, I'm going to see him on Thanksgiving, so I might as well carve up two turkeys in one day. Anyway, 
Uh, enjoy this win. We have Casey uh, next week. Hopefully, uh, we'll take care of the condiments. See you in the chat room. Go Raiders. That's right, man. Don't forget the chat room is always open on Game Day Raider Nation. I don't say this enough, but we have a chat room. If you look on our homepage, it says chat room right on it. Get in there, man, because it is a blast. On the way games, Randy and I are in there. A lot of fans are in there. You get to throw it around, complain, be happy. You just let it all out right there. It's a great thing. It's like being at a game, really, with all your friends and fans all across the world. Get in the chat room on game day, folks. Even when we're not in there, there's a lot of people in there. The preacher, there's a whole bunch of people. Get in that chat room. Thanks for reminding me to put that out there, Raider Kev. That it was nice to be in there with you too, brother. And yeah, we got the condiments coming. Pass the mustard, please. Thanks for the, the bone line message, my bro. Who's next? Raider Frank from New Jersey. Let's hear it, brother. <laughs> This is Raider Frank from New Jersey calling in for the second time this week. I called before the Raider game, and after the Raider game, I got to say about fucking time, about fucking time that the Raiders actually look like a fucking football team instead of a high school team. About fucking time our wide receivers could play the fucking game. I love the way they played. They played with intensity. They played with a want to win to kick the shit out of the team that basically shitted on us the first week. I want to say, go Raiders. About fucking time. Let's go. Well, this is Raider Frank's second call. His first call, he was pissed off like the rest of us. He was pissed. And he was sounding off about him spending 300 bucks to get the TV going and the football channel and all that stuff and forced his family to watch this team. And here he is, man, like the rest of us, relieved and happy, and it's about fucking time. Just like you said, brother. Very well said. Okay, who's next on the line? We have my good brother, Joel, from the Coachella Valley, where I used to hang back in the day. Let me hear it from you, brother. Hey, guys, this is Joel from Coachella Valley. Hey, I know I haven't called in a while. Because it looked like it was going to be a dismal season. Didn't want to keep on repeating myself on how crappy we were looking. But yesterday against the Broncos, that was outstanding. Even though Jamarcus only threw the ball 11 times, well, that goes to show you. Put it in Vargas's hands, put it in McFadden's hands, let them run the rock, and we get points on the board. That was an outstanding game. Unfortunately, I had to listen to it on the radio. Greg Papa did an outstanding job on that. And a uh, couple weeks, let's beat Kansas City. And then we got the Chargers December 4th. I'm looking forward to that game. That's going to probably be a, a toilet bowler because both teams kind of stink right now. But anyway, let's beat those stinking Chargers. You guys keep up the great work, and I'll see you in San Diego late. That's right. You got to come back in, even though we're losing, man. I know it sounds like a broken record. Shit, what do I sound like? I try to keep it up, try to keep it entertaining, man. But we need you fans to come on in <laughs> and put your two cents in. I know it's depressing, but just think of this as a therapy session. <laughs> That's what I do. Thanks for calling in, brother. And you're right. We got to beat the doggone boatless, nutless, boatless, freaking chargeless chargers or the dead batteries, as the sexy rated chick likes to say. At home, 
That's Oakland South. You know what I'm saying? Going to fill up that stadium and kick some Azulito over there, partner. You know what I mean? So who's on the line next? I think it's a familiar voice. The Crusader Raider, my good brother, Keith Smith. Well, man, you got a lot to say, so let it out, brother. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you back here from my home in London. Let's party. Hey, how about that result last night? Where on earth did that come from? I'd love to have been there. Having gone to Miami and been there for that Panthers game, if I'd only gone to Denver and been able to see Shannarat and all them Broncos, I'd have been there in that stadium on my own with the Raider Nation having fun. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, where did the result come from? Where did the defense come from? Where did the special teams come from? Where did it all come from? Who knows? But let's enjoy the week. Let's enjoy the party. It's an early Thanksgiving present for all of us, or an early Christmas present. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, was it good to see our Raiders back. Um, NFL developments in London. They made an announcement here uh, on our television show this Sunday night that the two teams have been selected for the first NFL game here next year in London. Uh, One team from the AFC and one from the NFC. And uh, it's different teams from before, and it could still be the Raiders. So... Boy, oh boy, you boys better get your passports ready if it's the AFC team, is the, is the Oakland Raiders coming to London. Uh, and the rumour is that we might get two games, so it, it even reduces the, the, the chances of us getting the Raiders here uh, even better for us, so I can live in hope on that one. Uh, as for all this uh, nonsense on the message board about Michael Vick, you have got to be kidding me. There is no way in a million years surely anybody in the Raider Nation would possibly want that moron uh, playing in our silver and black. You know, at the end of the day, what he did was just unacceptable and unexcusable, and that boy should never be allowed to play in the NFL again. You know, if he wants to do some good in his life now, go out there and do some work for charity or do some work like Coops does at the the dog shelter. Um, You know, don't come here trying to get more money out of people and trying to wear his way back in. He's not welcome. Anyway... Richard's doing a lot better here. He's now transferring from a hospital and he's in a recovery house. He's doing a lot better, so if you can pass that message on, I'm sure he's getting all the messages that uh, you're putting out for him, Greg, which we really appreciate. And we've had a, a member of the Black Hole here in Europe this week as Gorilla Rear has been tra- uh, travelling around uh, in Bavaria in Germany as he's been visiting the US troops there over in Germany. So it's been good to have Gorilla Rilla over here at this side of the Atlantic with us, us for a week anyway. And I know he's on his way back home ready for the Kansas City Chiefs game this week. Weekend. Raiders, thanks again for a great time when we was out there. Raiders, what a result last weekend. Let's carry it forward and get something against the Chiefs this weekend. This is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, and I'm out. I got one thing to say. If we have the Raiders go to England, we're going to have to fly 5,500 miles to go see you. And they better win over there, damn it. Not that it matters, man. It'd be great to fly over there and see you guys. You know, my old lady's looking forward to it. And as far as Michael Vick, Vick is a dick. 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 That's all I got to say about Vick. Fuck Vick. Long story short, he ain't coming to Oakland, not if I have anything to do with it, or the rest of the nation for that, for that fact. We got enough players. We don't need any losers here. And uh, Richard, man, it's a good thing to know that you're recovering. Can't wait to see you. Hopefully, I'll be flying over there to see you this time. That'll be a great thing, great news, great indeed. And the Crusader Raider man, great fan. Gorilla Rilla made the rounds. He's definitely one of our great, great fans down here in Oaktown. Glad he made the chance to see him. 
Um, and he's doing a good job. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. So who we got next? A couple more. Who's on? We got a new new caller here, Raider Queef. <laughs> I don't know if I'd own that name, partner, but it's yours. There you go. What you got to say? Raider fucking Greg. All I can say is, man, you the man. You're keeping the shit real, keeping everybody in check with what's happening in Alameda. This is Raider Queef. That's right, Queef. That's what I'm called. I just want to say uh, it's been a hard season for all of us fans, and it's fun to see the Raiders score a touchdown and win. And you watch the game, and you feel so good that this could be the day. This could be the day that we could actually have a W. And then, even against Miami, the last 35 seconds, what the fuck is that? Call a timeout. Fucking get it up to the line. Do some bullshit. Just It just breaks your heart. But win, lose, or tie, we're Raiders till we die. So all I can say is when we spank the fucking shit out of the Broncos, <laughs> that's a good feeling, I tell you. That's so good, especially after what they did to us on uh, opening day. Man, fucking Shannarat, bitch, Son of a bitch. Eat that shit. Anyways, I can go on and on forever. I will always be a Raider fan. I just wish the shit that happens up on top could make things better for us as a team. <clears throat> People look at us and think that, oh, you're like the uh, Bengals or the Lions or the Browns, you know, or all those other teams that always suck. We don't always suck. Ever since Gruden left and they put that fucking that piece of shit in to sit in like a fucking puppet and and go to Tampa and lose a Super Bowl. It's just been shit since then, but we gotta hang in there. Because we are a nation. May not be a good feeling nation because of all the losses we've had compared to such great success. But anyways, Ready Greg, keep up the great work, and see you later. Well, thank you very much, man. We tried to do the right thing here. As far as the team goes and uh, the upper management goes, you guys know how we feel. We could go on and on about that. This week, though, we just got to let all that shit rest, enjoy the victory, be happy with what we've done here. Look forward to a possible two games in a row winning winning streak because for us it'd be a streak for damn sure. Thanks for the call. I appreciate all the support. and definitely makes us want to do more than we're doing right now. So thank you so much. We got one more caller. Who could it be? We have Raider Jeff from Orlando, a 35-year Raider fan. What you got to say, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. Hey, Raider Nation, I know we're celebrating this week because we kicked those donkeys' asses. I know it's very exciting to have a win like this one over a rival, so we're partying in the nation. I want to bring up a couple of points. First point, I remember over the summer when there was a lot of talk about how the Raiders possibly had the best 
cornerback tandem in the league. And you know what? They're right, but it's Chris Johnson and Namdi Asamoah. Ever since that guy has broken into the lineup, the press coverage, defense, and pressure on the quarterback has increased. So he has done a fabulous job at the position. Secondly, Jamarcus Russell. He's slowly improving. I know that within the nation there's uh, some opinions about him uh, negatively, but I think given the proper set of circumstances, he's going to be extremely good. If you look at this past week, the running game was clicking and the protection was there. And it's probably been the first time since I can remember, and I've been watching the Raiders for 35 years, that a quarterback threw 10 for 11 or only had one incompletion the entire game. So he's he's going to be a good quarterback. Um, the play calling. Okay. I'm happy that uh, we got a little bit more aggressive. I'm happy that we won the game. But I'm extremely disappointed with the play calling down by the goal line. I do not understand running it slightly wide three times off tackle to the right side of the line with Justin Fargus. Did not work. And then we tried to do it again the next time we got down there and finally pitched the ball out to Darren McFadden. He's the one you run wide. Well, I'm just ecstatic about the win. I hope that Cable can keep them going in this direction. He's 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 slowly improving, but the play calling is still kind of suspect. But uh, we do have a pretty good team when things are put together. And if we can just keep everything together and get a few more pieces, we need a free safety. We need some wide outs, and we need some linemen. If we can get that together, we've got a pretty good team. And, um, you know, one win doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make a season. But, gosh, it brings back a lot of hope. And it's like I'm looking at the other teams in the division, and I'm like, uh, they're suspect. They, they might win maybe eight games. And uh, if the Raiders could get it going and win five, you know, in a row, uh, the last games, who knows? I know that's big thinking, but that's what happens when you're a Raider fan and you get a little bit of hope. Go Raiders and kick those queef's butts this weekend. Very cerebral, man. Always very cerebral. Raider Jeff comes in with uh, a great take. The four shots in the end zone with Fargus off tackle was some bullshit. We've seen it for the last, well, since all the season. The whole season we'll be trying the same thing. What do we get? Goose eggs, field goals. It's about time we try the edge. We've tried the edge in the midfield, too, and it's working. Seems to me that we found a couple plays, a screen pass, uh, running off the edge, a, a flip out there. There's some imagination going on, and it seems to me like the Raiders are positive, and you should be positive. Shit, I'm hoping we win all five games, too, and I'm thinking we got a chance. That's how the nation rolls, man. That's how we roll. And I got to tell you this, one more thing, man. We got a quadrifecta that happened this week. The Niners lost. The Broncos lost. The Queefs lost. And the nutless, boltless, chargeless Chargers lost. And the Raiders won. That's happened a couple times this year. We are not far from the top of the AFC West. 
And I'm going to say, if our team plays like this every game, we have a chance. As stupid, I'm sure others will think, as that sounds, as hopeful, as others will think, as that sounds, I am Raider Nation, and I sure think it can happen. This is the first light at the end of the tunnel that isn't a train that I've seen this season. Let us hope and pray that it gets better. We have the Queefs this Sunday, one game at a time. Fill up the stadium. Let's do it. I appreciate the bone line callers. I know there are more calls out there. Don't feel bad. Call back. We'll use some of your calls on the next show, I'm sure. So just hang in there, man. I'm glad you guys are calling. It's great for the nation to hear each other. All of us have an opinion. All of us have a take. It's important to share your take with other Raider fans because we are Raider Nation. And we got to let it out because that's the way it is here. Thank you for listening to our show. Randy and I really appreciate it. We love it when there's a victory, man. It makes everybody happy. Just like me. It makes me happy. Just like Randy. It makes him happy and everybody else, man. And Colorado Chris there in hostile territory. I know you got a little baby, a little cheerleader baby. That's good, man. You got a razor being a raider. Razor up to be a raiderette. In hostile territory, it's going to be tough. We know you can do it, brother. Anyways, Keith, Richard, Dave, great. We hope to see you in England. Raider Nation, we're going to hit that tailgate on Sunday with a vengeance. We're going to be looking for Queens fans hidden under black shirts. We're going to get it out on the Raider Nation videocast, so check it out. Thank you for listening to our show. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.